0: what's up y'all welcome back to the tslp the southern Lore podcast we are your host of the tslp Zuggy fishing and griffin fishing y'all i i gotta say dude griff i'm so hyped for today's episode dude like honestly i we've been wanting this episode for a very very long time and y'all this is this isn't just any 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 ordinary episode we have a very Special guest that Griff is just going to talk to us about in a second. But before we say who we're having on today's episode, I just wanted to say um, I we appreciate all the support on the podcast. Um, we love our podcast listeners, and we appreciate y'all tuning in twice a week for the podcast. Listen to our view on the fishing world, social media world. We we love you guys so much, and we really appreciate y'all listening and and tuning in every week. But y'all go follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. At Griffin Fishing and at Zuggy Fishing, the links for all of our platforms will be linked down below. Griff, I I gotta cut this intro short, dude. I am so hyped for today's episode. Segway us,
1: dude. That's <laughs> like, bro, we we we've been talking about this man. Oh for my god, like maybe three podcasts. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like, it's it's insane. It's an, it's absolutely insane. Wait, wait, Griff, so, introduce
0: who you, we're having on. T J. Jackpack
1: fishing, fishing with jackpack,
0: dude. Fishing with yak Pack is coming Jesus. on the episode, bro. That is insane. Oh my gosh,
1: dude. Like, dude. I mean, like, if these people, like the people that are listening to the Southern Lure Podcast, I mean, if you're not following the Southern Lure Podcast, oh I gosh. mean, I don't know what to dude, tell you. We've 100%. had Norm, Larry Mountain, like Flair. We're having yak Pack, for <laughs> God's sake. I mean, like, what are you doing? You're sitting. You're probably either standing up or sitting down, listening to the podcast Correct.
0: right now, or driving. And you're, you're still not following us. Come what on, are you, like, what are you doing? All you got to do is just press exactly. one button. Just, just, it's free to follow. You know what I mean? And we, we literally like, right. dude, this, this is the, this is, by, by the way, guys, I forgot to mention the intro. This is the world's number one fishing podcast, period. Oh, But oh, like, like no competitors at all. Like we we've seen podcasts. We're not going to name any names, but we're the world's number one fishing podcast, period. The TSLP we're on top. We have tons of great guests. We, we know our fishing stuff. We, we know where, what to tell you guys and to improve your angling abilities. We, we, we have tons of great guests on. We know the social media side of fishing, uh, you know, dive into some juicy topics. But, oh, my gosh, I am hyped for Bro, today's episode. Listen, listen,
1: like, let's just say we collabed, like, all the people that we've had on the Southern Lower podcast. Uh-huh. It probably would equal to around 3 million subscribers. Oh,
0: 100%. oh yeah, that's that's insane. But um, I, I it's just un, uncra- unbelievable. But y'all, we have TJ, a.k.a. Fishing with Yak Pack, on today's episode. Crazy good content creator, YouTuber, and he just hit 100,000 subs recently. We're going to talk about that in a little bit in today's episode once he joins up. Griff, I need you to do me a favor. I'm looking at the agenda of today's episode. So I need mm-hmm. you to tell me when it's about five minutes so I'm not caught off guard, all right? Okay. okay. Well, I think we're
1: around three thirty okay. right now. And so but anyways, yeah. guys, if you're not following uh Yak Talk totally. right now, um he is he's at Guggen Week. He uh I don't know if he got done. He today, did he just he told but, me that um, he was uh
0: driving home from Lojo's.
1: Oh wow, oh wow. Lord, I hope you know what? Uh last last night we had the Larry Melton podcast. Yep. Um you won't hear this podcast until around Tuesday. Um, yeah. And yeah. so uh these past two podcasts. Mm. People have been driving, yeah. and so hopefully we don't have any technical difficulties like
0: we did with Larry. But I mean, it, it was still a great podcast. Totally, yeah. I mean, we guys, we're trying to, we're like this. We're new to the podcast space, and you know, but obviously not new at the same time. And we're gonna always try to improve our audio and uh and our and our overall podcast in general like and uh, we're we're always going to be improving so we appreciate y'all coming on the ride we're learning things every single day and always going to try to get new equipment and things like that so we're, mm-hmm. if y'all are in for the long run y'all should be cuz this is this is a great fact. TJ Yakpack what hey. is up What's up gentlemen How are you I'm good good how are you guys Dude we're doing we're, great We're doing great we we just had an absolute banger intro Um, with, with y'all being on the pod, with you being on the podcast, we're, we're, we're hyped. Thanks for having me Of course. Of course. Now, um, y'all, this is TJ, AKA Fishing with Yak Pack. If you don't know him, go follow him. He's all linked down below. Every one of his platforms, link in the description. But, uh, Yak Pack, welcome to the TSLP, the Southern Lore Podcast, world's number one fishing podcast, gotta mention. But, um, dude, welcome to the episode. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just to start off, get... Uh, those who don't know you, uh, give a little description of yourself, what you're about, and the whole nine.
2: Yeah, what's up, guys? It's TJ AKA Fishing with Yak I'm sure some of you oh, yeah. probably heard that before. Uh, <laughs> man, I just like chilling. I just like chilling. I like make fishing vi- I like to make fishing videos and and hang out and have a good time. Man. You know, that's I'm, I'm a very simple, very simple man.
0: Oh yeah, dude. That that's what we love. Positive mentality, that's chilling it. out. You know, no stress. That's what we love. But um, dude. Well, first of all, before we get into the to the main juice, how is how was the day today? How is, how is how's it going?
2: Uh so day to day right now, I'm actually in the process of getting out of the army. Uh, I've been in the army for twelve years now. I decided uh after a long a very lengthy conversation, my wife and I I was like, you know what? I, I wanna pursue my dream and, and my actual passion. Uh so I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a risk, take a gamble. I'm going to get out of the Army, right? Because everybody knows right. you're in the Army. That's a guaranteed paycheck, right? You know, you get on right. the first 15th day For sure. And
1: I was like,
2: right. you know what? I, I really think I could do this YouTube thing. And uh, so, yeah, day-to-day, I'm getting out of the Army. So I'm doing a lot of uh, back-end stuff. Like, there's some classes you have to do online before you get out of the Army. you got to go to some meetings and some medical stuff. And you got to turn all your gear in. You've accumulated over the past 12 years. Uh, but other than hmm. that, uh, in between that, I'm – uh, filming and fishing every day every every single chance i get fishing and filming
0: that's great griff just so like griff griff was is the the guy to talk to you about to ask you some questions about the military because not gonna lie i don't know that much but before you know he asked those questions i just wanted to say thank you for your service and what you've done um it, you. it means a, a lot appreciate to everybody it. as we know so thank, thank you. you
1: we always appreciate the support thank you of course all right, so to start off, um I actually joined the army in 2019, 2018, 2019, okay. I don't remember exactly when it was. Um I was my MOS was 14PAPA and I was supposed to be going down over to uh South Korea and trying to going to get deployed, but then I uh, unfortunately I got medically discharged, which sucked, which sucked yeah. before I I could even get started. And so, um, you know, just kinda go over everything. Uh what's your MOS? What do you do? Um how and like you've said you've done it for twelve years, but what like are you in the reserves? Are you I'm I do not think you're no, active, but okay. are you yeah. in the guard?
2: Yeah, so so uh twelve years ago I decided uh, you know, I was in I was hanging out with some guys and they you know, they weren't really I'm a, I'm a very forward progress type guy, forward momentum. I'm all, I've always wanna keep moving forward, you know. If I right. find myself moving backwards, that's okay as long as I realize it, correct it, and move forward. So, the guys, right, right. the crowd I was hanging out with, just it wasn't it, you know. So, I was mm-hmm. like, I, I, I just woke up one morning and was like, today's the day I'm going to change my life. So, um, uh, one of my friends at the time, I asked her, I was like, if she would take me to the recruiting office. I stepped foot in the door and I knew 100%. But I didn't care what the guy had to say to me. I'll never forget his name. Staff Sergeant Goins, uh, the Army recruiter right. from Carrollton, mm-hmm. Georgia, never – Never forget it. But um, he didn't have to sell me on anything. I told him when I walked in, I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not here for money. I'm not here for anything. Like, I don't care where I go. I just want to sign the dotted line. I don't care. So,
1: right. <laughs> anyways,
2: I joined. Um, and, I, you know, actually, it's funny. That you say South Korea. I was stationed in South Korea for a year. That was my first duty station. Oh, um, wow. And I went from, I'll just, just give a quick rundown. I went from uh, Korea to Fort Benning. Got to Fort Benning, was there for a day. They told me I was supposed to be at Fort Hood, Texas. Well, left Fort Benning, went to Texas. (laughs) uh, From Texas, I went and did some training in California for a month, then went to Iraq for a year, came home. uh, Was at Fort Hood for another year, went to Hawaii for three years. uh, Tons of stuff, all kinds of cool training and stuff in Hawaii. Uh, And then from Hawaii, I went to Fort Bragg in the 82nd Airborne Division to jump out of planes, which is really awesome. And then... (laughs) From there, I mean, I did a lot of training there too. Went to a lot of different uh, bases here and there just for all kinds of training for weeks or months at a time, whatever. And then from North Carolina, I came down to uh, South Florida. And Mm -hmm. uh, it was either at that point in my career, 2017, it was either become a drill sergeant or a recruiter. And I was like, I don't want to be a drill sergeant because at that time I I had plenty of time in service. So I had friends that were actual drill sergeants at the time. And, right. I, you know, I knew firsthand what it was like. And then we got to work 16, 18-hour days, five or right. six days yeah. a week. And I'm like, no, nah, you know, I can't I, I can't do that. I'd, I'd been doing YouTube for a few months, and it was kind of started, yeah, maybe a year at that point, year and a half. And it was starting to grow, and I was like, you know, I don't want to be a drill sergeant because I don't want to have to give up YouTube. I'd, I'd always, in the back of my mind, uh, and I'll, I'll get to that, I'm sure, later in the podcast, but
0: yeah, yeah.
1: I
2: never wanted to let go of YouTube. So I was like, okay, I'll go be a recruiter. And since I volunteered, they let me pick where I wanted to go, roughly in a general area. And I said I wanted to be somewhere in southern Florida, and I was like, nice. "All right, cool, sounds good. We'll put you in. Uh, we'll put you in Jupiter." I was like, nice. "All right, cool." Just so, just so it turns out, I'd never heard of Jupiter, Florida until that point. I get down there, and I meet a whole bunch of cool fishermen, a whole bunch of great people, and it's probably one of the best places in the country to be a, a, uh, I guess you know, quote unquote, bass fisherman on YouTube. It's, mm-hmm. it's literally the best, but. Uh, I made my mind up. It's time for me to part ways with the army and continue YouTube full time.
1: That's awesome, yeah. dude. Um, what am I thinking? I think you'd make a great drill sergeant. To be honest, I think you, I think you'd do great.
2: <laughs> you know, what's funny is uh, it's funny that you say that because mm. I I do like the smoke and I do I don't mind confrontation, but I don't mm. like yelling at people. Man, I don't. I probably <laughs> yelled at I probably yelled at like three or four people my entire twelve year career, and I remember two of them vividly. They almost got themselves ran over and killed in the uh, in the motor pool where we move all of our tanks and like all that kind of stuff. Wow. they almost they they almost pinched themselves between two tanks and I you know I had to scream at them at that point because that just
0: <laughs> they were
2: new to the army and they just didn't know what they were doing. So but yeah, I'm very uh, less than five times, maybe I'll say less than ten times, I actually yelled at somebody.
1: At right. So has anybody Auto. think they're a recruiter yet? I <laughs> you think you're a recruiter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ziggy. All right, go to the next
0: segment of this podcast. Heck yeah. I mean I mean before I just want to say again, you know, that's a really crazy story, you know. Twelve years and now now doing what what you love, you know, always had YouTube and content creation in the back of your mind. I, I just yep. think it's a really amazing story overall and uh very inspirational actually. And um yeah, just big props to you. I, I appreciate everything and you know, really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. So let's get into the YouTube side of things. So, y'all, if you didn't know, well, first of all, Yak Pack just recently hit a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, and now he's just just popping off from there. You know what I mean? And like hundred thousand subs. So congratulations for that. Obviously, we Thank we everyone ever, of Thank course, you. of course. So let's let's start off with how you started. As a YouTuber, you did hint at it a little bit, but just give us like the the story about how you started as a fishing YouTuber.
2: Good. Uh, all right. So the going back to uh, fast forward slightly into my military career and going backwards a little bit to uh, Hawaii. Right. I was stationed at Schofield Barracks in Hawaii with the Twenty Fifth Infantry Division. Uh, and keep in mind, we're on Hawaii. A little known fact. The, uh, the island of Oahu, where I was stationed, has largemouth, smallmouth, and peacock.
0: I heard about all, that.
2: Yeah, to include all of the other crazy saltwater, beautiful saltwater species fish they have. So, right. I never picked up a rod and reel when I was uh, when I was in Hawaii. Not one, not one single time did I fish in Hawaii. Wow. Um, fast forward uh, in Hawaii for three years. I leave Hawaii, go to Fort Bragg, North Carolina. It's January 2016. It's in the winter time. Uh, Come springtime, I was like, you know, very early spring, still really cold outside. And uh, Mm. I was like, you know what? I just had an itch. You know, my dad used to take me fishing on the weekends, and we would go catfish, and he was never really a bass fisherman. But Mm. I just had an itch. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I want to go fishing. I want to go bass fishing. Well, I literally, I was like, I don't know how to do this. So I literally typed in to YouTube how to bass fish. That was my exact phrase into YouTube. And (laughs) lo, lo and behold, Andrew Flair's video popped up. And, uh, I'll, I'll never forget this. This is a very vivid memory of mine. Uh, he, it was maybe a Bass Pro shot video. He, he started his day at his house. Then mm-hmm. he went to Bass Pro. He bought some fishing lures. Mm-hmm. And then he went to the pond and caught a couple of fish and uh, a couple of flare fish and then went home mm-hmm. and, and closed the video out. And I was like, you know what? I, something just struck me instantly in that video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have, I was like, my wife has a camera. Like a a DSLR type camera, it was really cheap, two hundred dollars Nikon or whatever. Mm. And I was like, I have a GoPro from Iraq. Like, I could do that too. I think.
1: (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: I had no idea what I was doing. If you watch my first video ever, it is the most cringe, probably one of the most cringe fishing (laughs) videos on YouTube. But uh, yeah, I I just picked it up, man. And and, uh, along with anything you do, you know, uh, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And I'm by no means guru at it. Uh, Mm. I literally strive to improve on something at least in every video and every day um right. yeah that's that's how it started literally uh starting youtube credit to andrew flair for for looking that up because his video popped up and he was the inspiration behind that and uh that was in september uh 2016 is when i started wow. i started my channel in september 2016
0: wow yeah i mean dude flair he well we actually had flair on the podcast he was actually our third ever guest on this podcast and He gave us some, yeah, he actually gave us some interesting insight on some stuff that we'll get into later in the episode, but dude, Flair was my inspiration as well. I, I was in, um, I have an extensive medical history, um, in the, in the hospital battling this undiagnosed disease and, you know, fishing has always been a passion of mine, even before those bad times. And dude, I watched Flair so much when I was in there. And as soon as I got out of there, I, I was in, I was in there for a pretty long time, consecutive, you know, months and years and things like that. But I was, I was, um, I nonstop watched flair and I was like, I got to do this. And, and as soon as, as soon as, uh, I got out, like everything uh, mended for that time, I I went out to the, I have a pond in my backyard. I went out to that pond and I, and I started filming like flair and you know, it, it it just stuck from there. And it's just a big he's a big inspiration obviously for you as well, which I think is cool.
2: Yep. Absolutely.
0: hundred percent Griff. Give us all right, all right. We probably heard this a million times on the podcast, but Griff, give us your inspiration. My inspiration,
1: yeah. Um, let me think about it. John. For, for like John, John, John. <laughs> John. All right,
0: yeah. All right. So like
1: I told, I told Larry, I have told everybody, and um, right. basically, like I, like I said, I never had a dad that liked to fish. Um, my dad doesn't. Mm. My my dad didn't care. He always worked um mm. and my pawpaw the only one that liked to fish he'd either fish for catfish and bluegill and sit down in a chair and uh i'm gonna give my story um about the chatter uh, not the chatterbait the spinnerbait i was fishing a chartreuse mm. spinnerbait um i looked down i was fishing for bluegill and i looked down in my pawpaw's tackle box and said what is that he told me chartreuse ch- uh, spinnerbait and i was like can i try it and he said yeah you ain't gonna catch nothing so probably with like 12 pound line and uh this this spinnerbait was probably like a half ounce with like 12 pound line Oh my god. and like I set the hook on this fish first cast and it's like a five pound bass and that's when I said oh I was god. probably like 11 and I and I told him straight up right there I said I'll never I'll never just go out and bluegill fish just go out and fish <laughs> I said I'll never I'll never do I'll yeah I'll never touch it again yeah. and so um but basically oh. after that I started getting into fishing and I started watching John and when I, when John would go out and fish, I'd look at it and like everybody, everybody else has, they go out and try to copy it and uh, learn from there. And so, yeah, that's my inspiration.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's sick. We got, we got to love the Googans, you know, can't, can ever go wrong. But, um, Griff, talk, talk, you ask, ask, like, talk to us a little bit about, uh, TikTok, the world of TikTok, you know, transitioning a little bit from YouTube, mm-hmm. kill it. Okay. Well, um, me and Dougie are
1: uh, famous, I would say famously known on TikTok. There we go. Um, That's where we come from without a YouTuber background. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some YouTubers like you, um, Weston, whoever, um, has come from YouTube and gone to TikTok. But we, that's where we started. You know what I mean? We started on TikTok, Mm -hmm. then we've created our YouTubes and whatever. Um, That's where we're from. And that's our home. And, you know, that's where we feel most comfortable. And so, but, but... I have seen some of your uh, TikTok videos yet, Yeah. Pat. Yes. And bro, like, what, don't you have like one that's like over a million, looking at a shark or something like that? Uh,
2: if I'm not mistaken, I think I have a few that are over a million. I uh-huh. have a couple that are over three million. Wow. and yes. Maybe one. Or something Holy like that. Holy cow!
1: So, what made you? What made you decide? Say, hey, I want to be on TikTok. What? What was that deciding factor?
2: I. I was uh, my my mm. boy Ryan. I was a, uh, tried to get me on TikTok. Yeah, Ryan is fishing. Yeah. He tried to get me on TikTok uh, in on I want to say. Oh my gosh, man! It maybe it was April 2019. Right. He wanted to get mm. me on TikTok, mm. and I was like, dude, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like at that point, 2019 was not 2019 was not a good year for me on YouTube, mm. right? So I struggled to to like. It was a big year in good and bad ways mm. uh, because I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't find myself. I couldn't find the type of person. I just couldn't find myself. Right, it's hard right. to complain, but uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to take any attention away from YouTube, right? right? right so right. I, I put it on the back burner, put it on the back burner, and then finally, I just saw Ryan start to explode, and I was like, "Let <laughs> me just try to Dude Yeah, and, uh, dude, the kids
0: so, had two million followers.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I literally have filmed many of his tiktoks for right. him and with him and and uh it's just cool to see that but uh so i downloaded i downloaded tiktok and i started posting you know what what i would usually post on my instagram mm. stories i posted on tiktok and i was like wow this is getting a lot of views like wow let me just keep doing this this is really cool yeah. and then i think when uh at, it, it was really good and it and told what was it so i think it was uh the Trump administration oh, yeah. said that yes. there was something that went along with that or whatever. And it kind of, it kind of killed the vibe. Like it killed the, um, the, 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 reach that you would normally get on TikTok. Cause I remember, I'll never forget my most viral video ever. I was out, uh, peacock fishing. Right. Uh, I just, I just put my kayak, I called it a hot drop. I just put my kayak in this brand new, uh, brand new place. I'd never seen it before. I don't know how I found it. I put it in. I, I'm catching these peacocks and they're, they're massive. Right. And, and I wrapped up a really good day of fishing, and I was like, you know what? The sun was like in a perfect setting, and, and the, everything was lined up perfect. And I was like, this blue kayak looks really good on this green water. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm gonna take, a, I'm gonna take a TikTok really quick. And I, I just, I literally was like, hey, is this not the coolest kayak you've ever seen?
0: <laughs> oh, and, I man, remember I that. Yeah, I,
2: bro, and bro, when I opened my app, I closed my app. Posted at 8:03 p.m. on like a Saturday. Uh-huh. When I, when Ryan called me. And Ryan said, "You need to go to your TikTok right now. Trust right. me." So I just opened TikTok, and it said something like nine 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 new followers, uh, uh, nah, nah, nah new likes, or whatever mm. it was at the time. Twelve. Well, I don't even remember the number, but it was insane. And I was I was refreshing it like every uh, ten seconds. That that video was getting thirty to sixty thousand views every fifteen oh, to thirty seconds. Wow. I mean, it was it was absurd. That was my first taste of like virality. I right. never. Seen something so viral in person. Now, I had, I had, I had helped Ryan film many viral YouTube videos, right. but viral in the sense of like two to two and a half million views. Right. This video got a million views in, it had 980,000 views in 30 minutes. That's nuts. And I, it blew my mind. I was like, I didn't even know the world was that big. <laughs> That's crazy. So uh, I also used TikTok as a strategy. Uh, as as I do every other social media platform, like I have a Twitter with very little following. Same with Facebook, very little following. Mm. My main concern is right. obviously YouTube, right? right, right? right. Uh, and then second to that is Instagram, just because, like, you guys love TikTok like y'all do. Right. I'm that way with Instagram. I don't know what it is about Instagram. I just right. love it. Uh, but there was a strategy where that used to work, and I, I don't really notice it working so much anymore. But if you had a good video, uh, you could – post a snippet of that video on tiktok or record a separate tiktok about that video uh, and post it on tiktok as you post your youtube video and it would help gain traction uh you know but wow okay it it couldn't be it could it couldn't be anything it had to be a quote-unquote banger Mm. it had to be a good video right um and i i've tried it recently and it hasn't really worked but uh it it has worked in the past for sure like you know bringing in a TikTok audience towards YouTube. And then I've got, I'm seeing comments on my YouTube where it's like, Hey, I'm here for TikTok. Right. This is a crazy right. idea or whatever, you know, but uh, I do, I do like TikTok. I find myself scrolling uh, quite often.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so totally. uh, why don't you focus like, since you had that, that, t- that point in time where it just blew up like crazy. Um, why haven't you like made it a daily thing on TikTok? You know what I mean? Just posting just posting daily and kind of like uh, um, focusing on TikTok as long as they, like, and your YouTube, but like a TikTok on a daily basis, because you know you have the opportunity to blow up any any time.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, you're you're right. Um, for I want to say, I think it was this past summer when I was really hardcore uh clapping. When I first started, we and Norm still clapped to this day, right. obviously. But when Norm and I first started, really, really right. hardcore clapping together, every bigger video we would do. Uh, we would always record something for that, and then sometimes I would record, record like three separate things for that video, and uh, I, I do remember a, a certain point where for about a month straight I was doing a video a day uh, on TikTok, and I remember for like a week or two I was doing three videos uh-huh. a day, just kind of experimenting, just like, you're, you know, I felt like you're supposed to mm. experiment with every social media you know, outlet just to learn what works best for you, because what works for Andrew Flair is not going to work for, for Yaktak and what works for Tac is not going to work for mm. Norm, yada, 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 we go down a rabbit hole. But, uh, I just, my, um, with the transition out of the army mm. into full-time YouTube, uh, that, it, TikTok, there's no money in TikTok. And as, as uncomfortable of a subject, it is to talk about money. Right. Uh, I think it's foolish to not talk about money. Right. Um, uh, I, I think money, I mean, you, you literally, you have to have money to live. You cannot live without right. money. So that just in and of itself. Now that does not go with me saying, you know, I do what I do for money. I, I have been blessed with the opportunity to be able to do what I love doing every single day and get paid That's to correct. do that, which is what I tell everyone, which is what I tell everyone to do. Cause my, my journey to a hundred K K we're no, obviously we're not, we're not stopping. We're nowhere right. near done. Uh, but it was it was a lot different than everybody else's. Or you know everybody's journey is different. But it was a grind. It was an absolute grind. But long story short, uh, YouTube is where the money mm-hmm. is, and mm-hmm. the money pays the bills and allows me to provide for my wife. Well, I have two kids right. as well,
1: so that's very well good. interesting. Four, nine, interesting. One one second, Zuggy, you get paid point like if you're on the TikTok Creator Fund, you get paid zero point yeah. three. Wait, point point zero.
0: No 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 no. no. What? You you get you get so there's this TikTok okay. Creator Fund. And you get paid anywhere between one and five cents per per thousand views, depending on the like to view ratio. So basically, if you have a a terrible ratio, you'll most likely get anywhere between two and a half to three cents every thousand Mm -hmm. views. But if you have good uh, like to view ratio on TikTok, you'll get anywhere between four and a half to five cents per thousand views, which is not crazy as YouTube, mm-hmm. obviously. But you know it is something. And um so yeah, I mean I, I think Bella yeah, Porch on that can...
1: one video got like twenty eight thousand dollars on that, that that most liked one. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah yeah.
2: Well those are completely separate like so those, those are um I've always felt some type of way about mm. especially the D'Emilios right. and and you know Jason Darillo and, and people like that on TikTok are you are they are uh it's hard to explain this cuz i've heard so many right. different things but there are teams at tiktok that will get with right. celebrity type figures and mm. you, no matter what you post your content is auto, it's, right. uh, it's on auto mm. mode like if you i mean just look at charlie's numbers are crazy no fish the youtuber will right. we'll ever right. do those numbers and that that it is because charlie appeals to um she never talks in her videos, right? right. She just dances with, with popular music, which uh, – Come on, you know, man. you got to bust never, a move,
1: man. Come on, I, man. I'm not
2: talking
0: <laughs>
2: – I'm not talking trash about her, but it's just – it's – uh she appeals to a, a – a Right. Global it's, a, it's a different type of work. Whereas, yeah, where my, my fishing videos, like – and plus her do, her doing her thing uh, is a lot, a lot different than me catching a bass on a 200-pound – like bait cat like yeah. line on a baitcaster, so it's you know it's just uh, it's, it's the content in and of itself is it good enough to
0: gain yeah totally uh, gain yeah I, I feel that and so. I feel like what's so cool with TikTok and what really gets people uh, hooked on TikTok is that one first viral video like like my yeah hundred percent like oh, yeah. myself oh, yeah. and and Griff can attest to this like my third ever I I like as most people say they downloaded tiktok as a joke and like they they didn't really have any t- intentions of it going anywhere but like as soon as that one viral video hits yeah. it's just so different you know what i mean like my yeah, yeah oh, 100% yeah, so and, much, like yeah. my third ever tiktok i posted got 380 uh, oh my god 985,000 <laughs> views yeah that's a big difference but and then my <laughs> second video after that got yeah. 500,000 and i was just hooked like i was hooked from that first video I was like oh I want to make more you know what I mean and yeah exactly and like I feel like that's what's so addicting with TikTok and you know what people uh, actually try to do you know that's how a lot of people uh, quote-unquote overnight sensations and um and I feel like
2: well we as human beings we as human beings as a whole love attention whether people say whether whether they say they do or don't that every, everyone just by correct. their dna loves attention and when people when people that have never had a taste of that get a taste of it it's a, it's literally it's
0: correct 100 so not a bad one either not no. a, i love tiktok
2: not that oh
0: no, yeah 100 percent. and like i like just recently i got a um i did this uh it's actually a fishing challenge coming out of my youtube but i uh there's this thing called the david dobrik one hundred thousand dollar puzzle and um I did a video on TikTok about it. I actually lost a piece to it, and uh, I still can't find it. And I took a video asking, uh, like, saying that I lost a piece and blah blah blah. And it got like 11 million views just the other day. Yeah, 11 million oh views. And David Dober commented Damn. on it. And like, like, it's just like it's just that that feeling, you know, when, it, as you said, like attention. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just crazy. And I feel like that's what yeah. TikTok is. But like, so just to end off the TikTok conversation. Do you think that um, someone who wants to become a content creator, whether it be phishing or not, should hop on TikTok? Uh,
2: I do because, uh, I mean, Gary Vee says it too. TikTok is the, at right now, it's the easiest right. platform to go viral on. And now I also, let me preface that by saying i don't think anyone should try to build an audience off
0: right of being right.
2: viral i don't think that works like whatsoever um but if you want a taste of it and you want to try to build something and build something mm. with you know kind of quick uh tiktok i think is, is a I great agree. way to do that yeah
0: okay now griff get us into our uh, our next topic okay all right so like you just said um
1: there's a lot of kids that want to be tj Yackpack, wants to be griffin fishing wants to be Zuggy fishing you know they want you know they want the viralness they want to be who they look up to and so um do you have any information that you can give to our audience about how you got there and like what do they need to get to where you are
2: yeah so uh Mm -hmm. don't wish for it work for it literally like hard hard, it's, it's hard work um what people don't see is, like I said, I have a wife and two kids mm-hmm. in the Army full time. Uh, what what they don't see is those nights that I would stay up till 3 o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning working on editing videos and then get an hour and a half of sleep, wake up, go to PT, run like seven or eight miles and do some other crazy stuff, then go work all day, then get off work, then go fishing, mm-hmm. then go home and do that whole process for months and months and months. Uh, people don't see a lot of that. And, and when they do start to see that, I, I find that a lot of times people, they'll, they'll, they'll stop doing it. They'll quit because, again, we as human right. beings like to be comfortable. Uh, when you get comfortable, it cr- creates complacency. Uh, and complacency is not what you mm-hmm.
1: want a, a anywhere
2: around you. So, uh, like I said, I'm a, a forward progress, mm-hmm. forward momentum type person. So, I just always believed in myself. And I, always, I, saw, I saw what uh, Flair was doing. And then I, I saw the whole thing, the whole Guggen thing happen. Like, I remember watching Rob when he had 1,700 subs. I was watching Claire right. when he had 7,000. Uh, I watched AP when mm-hmm. he had 3,000, you know. And I watched all that whole entire thing happen. And, and I was like, right. basically, why not me? Why not me? If I focus hard, on, I focus hard enough on totally. that, that can be me. I can do that. And uh, I always believed in myself. Luckily, uh, a loving, caring, beautiful wife awesome. she always believed in me as well um so it just very hard work and being dedicated being dedicated to to your craft and consistency consistency is the number one uh the number one thing uh i and i wouldn't try to focus on like making uh you know um
0: right, mgm right.
2: level movies because you know not not everybody can be john b not everybody needs to be john b right? <laughs> yeah. needs to be only one john b you know let but just be yourself, man. That's that's just that's that's literally it. Be yourself and uh, and and uh, work hard at it. And if you truly want it hard enough, you'll you'll make it. Right. You'll work totally. it into coming true.
0: Now, talk to me a little bit about um, the ability of a positive mind, whether it be you know in content creation or portraying that to your audience. Because in 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 my personal channel. I embrace positivity like you wouldn't believe. I think that's one of the number one things um, that really needs to be portrayed among many people. And I see that throughout your content as well. You know, always having a positive attitude, always portraying um, resiliency, perseverance, optimism, things along those lines. And, you know, the ability to not give up and really persevere and, and have that positive mentality. Talk to me a little bit about, how you portray that in your videos. Cause we, we all see it. We all know it. We all love it in your videos and you know, some impacts that you've had um, from your attitude. Cause like in, in terms of me, it's, it's, it's just such an important part of me. Like my motto of my channel is be positive, just fish. And you know, it's, it's such a, yeah. a lot of people, you know, have been impacted because like of me, I've gotten like messages saying, you know, my, what, like, for example, my mom just passed away and you know, your videos have helped me. So, I can totally see um your positive mentality and and uh you know different characteristics that could really embrace that, so talk to me a little bit about that
2: yeah man i i' i've I've, uh, uh, I've actually talked to Norm about this as well uh that's just me as a person my I was right. raised to just to just be like this uh I'm not you know what you see in my videos is what you get that's just me genuinely me uh no i do have I do have a, a little bit of a smoke side, where, like, again with the confrontation thing, like right. that, that. Just, I, I just grew up that way. But, I, I positivity, man. There's, there's no reason to be negative. Uh, and then one, my thought process behind that is,
0: right, or right.
2: one of my many thought processes behind that is, somebody 100%. out there always has it worse than you. No, no, and I mean, I mean this with everything inside of me. No matter what you're going through. 100%. There is somebody in this world that has it worse than you. So, you know, it's, it's, it's and on the, on the realm of just be grateful with, with what you've got, um, work with what you've been given and the yeah, positive yeah. mentality, the positive vibes, I call it on my channel, just positive vibes. But um, I, I just, I, I, I do not, uh, I don't like negativity. I'll I remove myself from 100%. any type of negativity around me and and negative like situations and negative people uh and i feel like after you do that after you remove the negativity from your life because everybody has some if you can get away from it totally your life is just going to get a hundred times better and a hundred times easier i mean i I could not and and, uh from late spring all the way up until uh you know right now from 2020 late spring all the way into right now is uh i've right. just been like Same. the most happy that i've ever been i mean it's just it's crazy man there's no reason to be Definitely. negative there's really 100%. there's really not griff, I, get
0: us into by, by the way great insight I, I absolutely love that value that a lot griff get us into the next topic which is the collaborations of yak pack dude absolutely man like i see you every time i see you like your
1: youtube video <laughs> yeah. your instagram wherever dude you're everywhere you're all over the yeah. place dude and so like what explain to me how these collaborations came like how you started fishing with uh norm and lojo and how you met them and uh also tell me what your favorite collaborations are with and uh what do you know what are your favorite memories
2: oh man uh i can just go ahead and tell you right now favorite collaboration ever that i've uh that I've done is uh, nice. Guggen Week right. in December when I went to the Guggen warehouse and and all the guys were there and I was like, bro that they like
0: Jeez. that Holy was a God. whole
2: other we were filming five videos a day I mean it was nuts. Yeah. for for a week a week for a week straight we filmed five videos a day I mean it was insane uh, their work ethic it, it, go, it a lot of times goes unnoticed but they are uh, wow. literally the hardest working people in this entire industry nice. in my opinion but uh, that was my favorite one with Guggen. Um, and the the reason that I started doing that is, again, right. remember when I was talking right. about 2019, I really struggled and I couldn't you know, couldn't find myself. Uh, I, I, as a person, uh, I operate better as a – or in a team or in a group type situation. It just – it pushes me to Absolutely. another level that I, I can't get to when I'm solo and, uh, i funny that it's funny that I, I'm saying that again. Cause I was yeah. talking to Lojo about that probably an hour and a half ago before I left his house. But, uh, it's, and I think, I think that's most totally, everybody, totally. I would, I would venture to say that's 99.9% of the people on this planet. If you put yourself, if you're, if you're in a situation and you're, you're surrounded by like-minded people, uh, you're going to be able to push yourself to a level that you wouldn't normally hmm. solo because they're going to be there to push you to go to that level. So, uh, um, I felt I was like you know what I need to start uh 2019 I did a lot of right. experiment it didn't work I was like I need to start collabing with like-minded people and so n- in 2020 Norm and I we just were mm. instantly on the same page and and uh I had filmed with Lojo in years past I've kn- I've known Lojo uh I've lo- right. known Lojo and Norm for probably four years now give or take uh I was just on Lojo's podcast it'll come out soon I'm sure but I, uh, I met Lojo wow. through YouTube when he had wow. 206 subscribers and I had 100. So it was it was crazy, man. It, it, it's it's uh I totally. just knew the power of collaboration is massive and consistent right. collaboration. I know Griffin. That's why he said you see me everywhere because I I again am willing to put in those three o'clock in the morning uh type hours. I'm willing to travel nine hours to go make one video. Damn. If it just – if it has my boy Norm in it, you know, I'm willing to put Mm. in that work because I know it's a long-term game, man. It's a long-term game. Remember again earlier in this podcast, I said I don't believe in uh, Mm. building a channel on – or building a brand in general on being viral. Uh, You know, it's the consistent, consistency, consistent hard work and dedication. Uh, And that's why I I spent – I think every three days or every four days, Uh. I was going to Norm's house for three or four days. Uh, this this entire from from mm. April to uh, last week, I was literally going to Norm's house, you know. Uh, and obviously, you know, there would be some weeks instead of me going up there, he would come down to South Florida. But really, uh, weird weird enough, fishing in South mm. Florida has been kind of tough this year. I don't know why. But yeah, it's been, I don't know why. It's just ever since this summer, it's been kind of tough. But, yeah, no, c- uh, consistency and the power of collaboration is, you know, you give your audience to another person and they give you your, their audience to you. Uh, and it, it's just having another character on your channel and your videos and then the memes right. you created and then the, the classic moments, you know, it's just,
1: it's, it's, it works. Right. As well as so, so it's, and you kind of reached the peak you know? of like collaborations with the Guggen squad. Like you can't really go much more further than that other than probably with like Van Damme. But <laughs> who is like your next collaboration? Like what is, you? I want to say dream because it's probably already happened. Um, who do you want to collab with next that you haven't collab with? Um,
2: one-on-one, I would say, uh, one-on-one, I want to do some, uh, I want to mm-hmm. do some, oh. um, army type videos with, uh, with Rob, with bunker CV. Uh, maybe, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, stories nice. or long range. I really want to do a long range shooting right. video with him. Uh, the guy's an absolute animal. He's right. a beast. Uh, obviously, he was a sniper in the Army. He's, he's an animal. Uh, and I was not a sniper <laughs> in the Army. I was a forward observer. I, I call in airstrikes. but uh, So, quite the opposite. But uh, I would I'd still love to do that with him. I would, I, would, I would love to go on a trip, an actual trip with John B. Because uh, throughout the places, the, the different places right. in the world that I've been to in the Army that I know for a fact John has never been to, I would love to go. You know, for example, I Mm. went to Singapore for, like, 35 Mm. days or 40 days or something like that for training in 2014. And I would love to go take a trip there with John because the fishing over there is insane from everything I was told. I didn't have time to fish when I was there, but the guys that we were there with in in the Singapore Army, they were telling me all about it. So uh, I would love to go there with John. Uh, I want to do some – I'd love to do some one-on-ones with Lojo. We actually just finished up an entire uh, Guggen week at Lojo's Ranch. So we were uh, – We were collabing right. all week long, but it was for a right. Kugin well, Squad channel, not not our individual channels. But, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> I love North Well, North. Real Me quick, real quick. Forever, You're probably, an so.
1: Army recruiter. <laughs> Is a kid walk to the recruitment station and, like, totally recognize you? Has that ever happened? Uh,
2: it's happened once. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a crazy big deal. He was, it was kind of just like a, oh, wait, like, wait a minute. You're, you're the guy. And I think, I think his exact words were, you're the guy. And I was like, you know, kind of <laughs> yeah. just being kind of, kind of funny. Cause I'm a goofy dude. I, you know, I don't take things too much, too serious. I'm like, <laughs> I, I point my fingers at him. I was like, I'm the guy. And then, but I had no, you know, I, I assumed he was talking about YouTube, but, uh, he was like, yeah, I watch your videos on YouTube. I was like, dude, thanks, man. That, that's awesome. That, but uh, he ended up not, like, being a, mm-hmm. like, un, you know, under me, like, a recruit of mine. Oh, he was okay. one, of my, one of my friends that was in the – worked in the same office. But
0: that okay. was, it was, yeah. it's
2: only happened once. Yeah, it that's was, it was cool, so though. It was really So a little cool.
0: bit when we were talking about uh, – you said that the fishing in South Florida right now, not the best. Now, let's – I dude, in all honesty, Florida is – my all-time favorite. I live in New Jersey, um, and by the way, that yak pack. If, if if you want to take one thing away from this podcast, that is to never come up and fish in New Jersey. Trust me, it's like the biggest waste of time. But anyway, yeah, yeah, just just uh, don't, yeah, don't. But um, Florida is literally like one of my favorite fishing state. It is my favorite fishing state, and I go down there three, four times a year. Some years, um, but. I, I mainly go down to Marco Island, which is in South Florida, about two hours away from Miami and, um, yeah, and, uh, pretty, pretty solid, uh, pretty solid area. Okay. And, um, so just talk to me about, I love Florida fishing for, for fresh and salt water. It's just, oh my God, like crazy. Talk to me about Florida fishing in general. Um, yeah. some, some species that you target yeah. on the regular, you know, bass obviously, but you know, other species as well. And, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, of course. So my my absolute favorite all time, yeah. will never be replaced species to fish for is peacock bass. Uh, and the the best way that I can explain this to people, if you've never caught one, is a, a mm. three pound peacock is gonna fight like a seven or eight pound largemouth. And mm. They're just built different, and that by every definition, or you know, meaning of the definition, they're built different. They were, uh, FWC put them in to help control the, uh, invasive species population. So they are actual, uh, they are nice. an actual game fish. So every regulation that applies to largemouth also applies to peacock. So the reason peacock fight so hard is, uh, they're, they're solid muscle. So my, uh, another example I can give to that is if you take a picture of a 150 pound, uh, 150 pound guy that's 3% body fat. Right. And then you take a picture of a guy that's 150 pounds with 30% body fat, right? So mm-hmm. largemouth yeah. gets fat. They get a mm-hmm. belly, um, and they just get, they just get thick, right? Peacock do not. They do not. Their, their, their metabolism and I guess fish testosterone, whatever that is, it's so high. They are just pure muscle. I'm telling you, I had a day last year where I caught probably 60 in one day because I mean, they're, they're fun to catch. They're, they're definitely easier to catch than largemouth. Uh, but I, I had caught so many that uh, my bass thumb, in between where my first finger Jesus. and my thumb is on both hands, was—I have pictures on my phone. It was literally pouring blood, both of them. I was walking by <laughs> like four-pound peacock just swimming on the bank, and I was like, oh, "I'm good. I don't want to catch that. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I just want to go home." I was pouring blood, and it, it hurt to clean it that night. I mean, it was so bad. But it was such—it was probably the best day of fishing I've ever had in my life. So. Uh, fishing, I don't know why it's been tough in South Florida lately, I, I really don't, I'm, I'm hitting some of the uh, I have some spots that are nice. my, if I have to get a video done, they're like my hot spots, my no fails and uh, a lot of times it probably has, it's got something to do with like a big old drain pipe, because 99% of the time you catch one of the drain pipe, well uh, I, 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 same spots I usually fish, and I don't pressure these spots, I'll usually fish one spot and then I'll wait Another two mm-hmm. weeks before I go fish it again because I don't want to put so much pressure on these fish. Uh, now, obviously, it is South Florida, right. and being a fisherman is literally in your DNA. So everyone fishes everywhere. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm hitting the same spots uh, with the same amount of time mm-hmm. given. With I'm definitely you know changing lures, colors, all that good stuff, regular stuff fishermen do. And then I'm hitting my hot spots, and I'm also not catching fish. So. Uh, I don't know if that mm. has to do with the fact that, uh, you know, I have a slightly bigger audience now than I had in 2019. So, it, are that many people seeing where I'm fishing and then going to fish there while, you know, while I'm not there to fish? Which,
0: oh, obviously, yeah. they're
2: yeah. not my spots. I'm also mm. not a, a believer in the whole, yeah, yeah. hey, that's my spot deal because uh, that's, that's, that's like not, you know, I'm just not about that. You know, if somebody sees me fishing somewhere, on YouTube and they're like, Yo, I'm going to fish there like I right. would never tell somebody like, Oh man, don't do that that because that's my hot spot. You know, I would never do that. But like, I don't know, man. It's been it's just been tough, man. You know, you would think after fishing for a few years your uh your angling knowledge and ability to be a good fisherman, <laughs> good fisherman would go
1: up. Gotcha. Right. Well,
2: I feel I like your twenty twenty Montana went a little um, backwards. I think you're doing <laughs> a
1: pretty good job since but, the fact uh, that you caught a fish off of <laughs> Alabama rigs with worms. I think you're pretty like top tier
2: that was so funny. I, I, so, again, and that's funny because the um, in 2019, when I did everything I possibly could do to, and to prove to people and to prove to the Yaks, well, I proved to everybody that I was just a great fisherman and I could catch fish. it, it, it borderline drove me crazy. And I will always be passionate about fishing and love fishing. But once I I, I kind of... I was like, let me. Why, why do I have to prove this to anybody? If anybody wants to learn mm-hmm. something from fishing, um, KVD has a YouTube channel, and I, I, I can't, can't see <laughs> KVD without fishing. He made twice. You know, I feel I feel he's pretty good fisherman. And and so you know, yeah, G Man has a YouTube channel. Uh, v Lat has you know, I, I believe those are the guys that to learn from because those are the guys that, right. bro, they've been Same. fishing for thirty years. You know. Uh, and I'm just a pond hopper, dude. I love, I love pond hopping. Though with the old Lamborghinis, like not nothing beats uh, going out and just hopping ponds all day with my boys. Like that's what I love doing. So I was like, you know what? Let me do. Let me try to do some things that I think are fun. Some things that I think people on YouTube would enjoy Nuts. watching. And that's making crazy Alabama rig baits or fishing with 200 pound fishing line or uh fishing with a 25 foot right. long fishing pole like you know I, it's it's fun. fishing is supposed to be fun they're uh you know unless you're a tournament fishing which at that time, you know they're right, obviously right, right. doing it for fun and for you know to win money because they gotta they have to provide for a family too you know most of them so uh yeah that's it's supposed to be fun and once i started to do what i wanted to do uh, and i made it fun i was like i mean you can gotcha. see the numbers like you just right. see the well, I think, on, you I know, think
1: that's, you, like you're close to Scott Martin. I mean, why don't you uh, go over there and <laughs> catch some hogs on Okeechobee?
2: I have nice. uh, I've talked to. Oh, Okay. There's some. There might be something in the works. Uh, I want to do a. I want to do a, um, and Scott Scott would be an awesome guy to do it with because he's you know South Porter guy. I would love yeah. to do a you know like a pro fisherman. Uh, versus yeah. a YouTube right. fisherman. Because, you know, Scott's obviously both, but he's a pro before yeah. he's a YouTuber. Uh, if he would call himself that, I don't know if he would call himself. Don't let me speak for Scott. But maybe he would call himself a YouTuber before a pro. I don't know. But uh, I would see. love to do that with Scott. Maybe like half the day, me and him on his boat fishing in a 1v1. Oh, and then awesome. that's the, I mean, the last dude. half of the day, me and That'd him go beat the be ponds awesome. up or something. Dude, I think but... that would be
0: awesome.
2: Scott <laughs> Martin would... My teeth in, in a pond or a lake or a kayak or a river or a
0: creek Jeez, no, any of them pros like, would like, and they'd fish that's, circles that's... around me
2: but it would be fun it would
0: and be Florida awesome. is is crazy wait do you ever go do You go to Orlando a lot or no yes no,
2: no actually no not really I don't not, not as much as I want to because there's some really good bass fishing in Orlando uh, a lot of times when Norm and I collab that is where it's not in Tallahassee or it's not in uh, in Jupiter. It'll be in Jacksonville because I, I like fishing in Jacksonville. I think it's fun, but I think the best, honestly, now hear me out. I think the absolute oh, best, fish yeah, fishing, no doubt, dude. Is like, the state of Florida there's just one the lake that I'll, the Orlando I don't wanna, area. I,
0: Like it's it's like do not say. Like I, yeah, I know, I know. This is like a crazy good lake, Yakback, and it's in it's in Orlando. It's on a hotel. I I go there every year, and it's one of these lakes that like literally no one fishes nobody fishes it and um i could give you the the name after because go here wait first of all i caught uh my pb there and it was uh over 14 pounds so yeah yeah let's just let's just say that and and yeah let's just say that and i've caught in uh, tons of consecutive um big fish nothing over 10 again but but under 10 um over five you know six seven eight like you you gotta go to the spot. I'm gonna give it to you after the podcast, but but dude, That's like crazy. this this pond is uh, it's like a lake slash pond. All right, sounds good. They it, consider a lake, good. but like it's just a big pond. And um, this, this thing's nuts. But if you want to, if you ever need a video and you want to catch some big fish, yeah, you go there. And I actually did a video on my YouTube channel, but I didn't really disclose the name. But uh, yeah, I, I gotta give you the name after that. But Rick, get us into our topic, and yeah, probably a lot. Of people have been with is and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give it one word the Guggen Squad Griff hit us.
1: Okay, all right, real real, real quick. Um, like I said, I'm gonna bring it up every time you mention Florida, Georgia is just <laughs> as good as Florida. You hear me? You hear me? Down here in South Georgia, we yeah, I mean, absolutely.
2: George Perry right. called the world record. So I'm down here. I'm of Georgia,
1: actually so down here right beside uh, Lake Seminole, yeah. just a little bit uh, further up than Lake Seminole. And um, like, dude, it's it's so ridiculous. you tell him like tell him like, what okay. you uh, oh, what yeah. you told Becca about all the six pounder. Yeah, man. yeah, it's yeah. We
0: had uh, fishing with Becca on really awesome, uh, creator. And um, yeah, yeah, she's awesome. And um, yeah. So Griff, Griff, right? he yeah, uh, Becca, we have conversations no, no. On, on the how our uh, our fishing days are going. And um, yeah, I'm up here in New Jersey, and he's down there in in South Georgia, and he'll call me up and be like. Yeah, dude. I'm like, how's the fishing day? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I, I haven't caught uh in, in New Jersey. I'm like, I, I mean, I pr- I probably caught a few. The max was like two pounds, right? I've been, I've been, I've been pond hopping a lot. And, and Griff will be like, yeah, dude, it's it's kind of been a slow day. I caught like a seven pounder. I'm like, bro, <laughs> bro, like. Bro, come on, dude. Like you gotta you gotta rub it in my face like he does that every time we're talking. Bro, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I'm not meaning to. I'm not I meaning know, to know. because like because I'd be I would be fishing I'd get nine and then get off at like five. Right. And I would have maybe like three fish and which would be like seven, five and three mm-hmm. and I'd be so bummed out because I fished that long and only got three <laughs> bites. But Cheers. but like I don't know I don't know I guess I should be a little bit more appreciative <laughs> about everything because I could be stuck in New sure. Jersey, but but anyways um it is a great experience down here in South Georgia with uh you know all the abundant fish that we do have over here I'm yeah. actually really blessed um but anyways going over to the Googans um what okay I don't know if you've been working with them for a while um we know that Lojo was working with them for a little bit before. Everything happened with him, um, with his partnership with Guggen. Uh, what would you kind of title yourself as right now with an association with the Guggen squad? Uh, Griff, yeah, you cut out a little bit, Griff, just say that you Oh, Oh, my, oh my gosh. Hmm. Good lord. Okay. Um, All right. So, where do uh, I just, leave what off? do where you know classify
0: that? yourself as? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 So, what in, in association with the Guggen squad, what do you class, classify yourself as, as like future Guggen um, a future associate with Guggen, or how would you? How do you explain yourself as as right now?
2: I don't know if there's an actual right. you know
0: term uh-huh. for it, but okay.
2: uh, I mean, uh, on other than the term uh, uh, a partnership, uh, and and uh, I, I I did that. Because I'd always uh again, like I said, you know flair was the reason I right. started all this, I watched all the right. Gugans grow, I watched the googan squad start, I watched it become what it is today, and uh i'd always i'd always believed in the Googan squad and i always always felt like it was um you know that was that was uh that was me right. that was my style that was you know I was never out to be a a pro fisherman, or I was never out to you know, except for that little stint in 2019 where I was trying to prove myself, you know. And then that's kind of what I was. Like, you know what? I don't have to mm-hmm. do more. I'm not. I'm not gonna have to. I don't. I don't. It's it's driving me crazy trying to prove myself. I'm a good fisherman on YouTube, and, and it's right. you know, there's no point in it. And, and in my eyes, in my channel, in my brand, that, that's that's not for everybody. That was for me. But Guggen googan is. Um, I don't know, man. It just means more. It means more than. Just a uh, a name or like a brand or something. It's like a to me. It's like a lifestyle. It's like like pond hopping fishing. Man, it's just on another level. Like you know, if you're as serious about it as I am, as far as like serious and like passionate for it. Like it's very hard to explain. But I've always felt I've always felt home with with anything to do with the Guga I've never had a bad interaction with any of the Googans. They've always uh, they've always treated me good. I talked to, uh, dating back to 2017 uh, or 2016, I talked to um, every single one of them numerous times. Um, and they'd always been great to me. Always. I, you know, not in the same situation as Lojo. I think Lojo was working with them for,
1: right,
2: right, right. for in and, 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 and like smaller ways, I think he was working with them for uh, a year or two. You know, I don't know the numbers behind that, but. I don't know the length behind it. But I think he was working, doing stuff behind the scenes with them or whatever the case was with that. But that wasn't my case. I'd just always been on uh, great terms with the Googans because I'd always like, wow, these guys are like Rob. I mean, for example, Rob's 31. I'm 30. Um, we were always kind of like, I could I could look at Rob and be like, wow, yeah. like he's literally lived he's lived it like he is that is that is exactly like that's that's awesome and then you see all them other guys and the success they've had and how young they are and i just think that's so awesome uh but uh i i had i tried to work with other companies right that were
1: right yeah
2: they were so um anti Guggen and and uh it drove me very far and very fast away from them with just by how anti Guggen they were. And I mean like anti Guggen right. on like a whole other level of just it did not make sense to me. I don't know why in the fishing community you can't do this yeah, with right. one group of people and then be a friend or whatever with this person. Like but I mean that it is what it is. That's always uh Casey Nice that said of himself, drama is rewarded with views I'm not a drama queen. I'm a grown man. I don't care about all the drama. Guggen nice. is, is. I home mean, to have me. you lost? And like, uh, because speaking of really the Guggen, see hate, see that, that goes changes, on
1: all so. platforms. You know, you have the family over there at Six Cents. Um, Lord bless them. You have mm-hmm. the Strike King. Come. You work with Lou, so I'm not trying to attack anything. But you know, there's a lot of Strike King fans out there that really like that live by it and hate the Googans. And so since you've been using yeah. Google Bates now um, a little bit more in your videos, have you lost subscribers? Have you gotten any hate from it? Or uh, have you, have you seen anything yet? Uh,
2: no. And uh, I mm-hmm. use uh, basically in 2019, the only baits I used were Google baits mm-hmm. and uh, in 2020 I used a very vast variety of all kinds of different baits. Uh, and then, again, found myself full life cycle, full circle, back to, wow, I love this, I love these Guggenbaits baits the best. Yeah. Like, that's just like, that's not a, that's not a marketing ploy or nothing. It's 2019, mm-hmm. You I mean, you can literally just go back and mm-hmm. just skim through any of my videos. 2019 uh, and 18 was, most everything was Googling bait. And then 2020, it was not. And, uh, and then that towards, you know, September or no, I don't know. Mm-hmm. October maybe? October mm-hmm. to now, I'm back to Guganbae because that's just I like them the most, dude. They, especially the Mondo low key the mondo worm Florida and South Florida just it's on no level. But uh, I, I also on uh, and I'm glad that you mentioned that the way that you did. Uh, you know, you got Six Sense Strike King and all, and all these other companies. I don't understand yet, like, or quite why. Uh Guggen is not seen as one of those – oh, yeah. if yeah. people knew – right. uh, I mean, let me not go down a rabbit hole. Guggen's massive, right? And, and, right. and by That's massive, right. yeah. by massive, I mean like Guggen is literally a household name. Um, I, I don't understand why people are still to this day uh, – and it's not a lot of people. but It's not a lot, yeah. but you do see mm. the negativity. Mm. I don't personally – Uh, because I ignore it and block it, and I actually just don't see it at all, thankfully. But um, I don't know why Googan is not considered, um, not necessarily like competition, but I don't know why people don't view Googan as a a, uh, a, a brand in the industry like they do Strike King or Sixth Sense or these other companies. Uh, like You need to walk into your local fish and tackle store, or you need to just look anywhere. Bro, Googan is massive, like absolutely giant. And they're going to, they just, uh, there's an animosity towards the Guggen squad. And, you know, everybody has their own opinion on why they think that is. And and my opinion on why I think that is, is, uh, totally, there's a lot of, uh, older people in the fishing industry Mm. that do not understand the power of social media. And they don't realize, they don't realize it's not 1970 anymore. It's not 1980 anymore. It's 2021. And, and, uh, and that's just People are scared of change right people are scared of change because they're human beings they're human beings they don't like change yeah. they don't adapt to change and yeah i mean the googans did it man they did it and they did it freaking big and they're massive now they literally they're literally everywhere so uh, i don't know why there's so much animosity towards the googans. i mean i i don't i don't get
1: it i, I really don't i've tried to think about Dude, why we're, we're glad on, to
0: see you growing that I, I, too I you I mean, know like, like, I, really I feel like, like i feel like you deserve me, this but, you know what i mean like um of course and we Griff and I are our team Gugan. We 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 love Gugan baits, and um, absolutely, through, yeah, absolutely, throughout our content. Griff catches, Griff punches these mats in South Georgia and catches eight pounders on uh, Bandito bugs. It's like it's like nuts, you know what I mean, nuts. But um, right, yeah,
1: yeah I, I was I was about to say, um, TJ, I'm about to call yeah. you after yeah. this podcast and uh, let you know a little something. These mats and stuff down here in South Georgia, but yeah, l- last year alone by flipping i caught two eights and a nine with a with, with a bandito bug which was absolutely ridiculous i mean i don't know I, there's nothing i could have done um, yeah. with a was just a, a reaction innovation yeah. sweet beaver they wouldn't eat that they
0: all they would eat was just a bandito 100 percent. so, so yak pack we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here on yeah, the yeah. uh the tslp hey, hey, but exactly. we appreciate you coming on like honestly one of the best griff t- it tested this and M- Probably one of the best episodes we've ever had.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure, is way more in depth than 100%. about any more any podcast that we've had so far. Hundred
0: percent. Thank. Of course, dude. We we appreciate your view on everything, um, and what Thanks you've accomplished, again for having, me. Thanks again and for having every me. everything, and thank you for your service in in the military. It, it yes, sir. Of course, dude. Like it, it means a lot to everybody, um, and what you've done for the industry, and Thanks. we are so hyped to see. Your future, And we're, we're, we're static. I know everyone listening to the, to the podcast is a static to see your, to see your growth in the future and, and what's to come. And we're really, really excited. So we appreciate you coming on. Of course.
1: And by the way, <laughs> by the way, dude, like you keep saying that you're not that creative a fisherman. blah, Thanks. blah, 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 dude, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, just by, just by just even thinking of putting worms on an Alabama, rig yeah. And you catching something off of it. And like, like, Every video that you do, like a big challenge, fish like a twenty-five foot rod, <laughs> dude. You can catch fish. Do not put yourself. Hey man, if, right.
2: if it's all right. it's all about having fun. At the end of the day, cause man. When did when did fishing start? You know, totally. when did fishing become but dude, not we appreciate fun.
0: you coming on the Southern really. Lord podcast. For we appreciate it. y'all for listening for me, so. to today's episode. Go follow fishing with Yak Pack. On everything, his YouTube, Instagram, even TikTok will be linked down in the description of the Spotify podcast, as well as the YouTube description. So, y'all go follow him, go subscribe to him, go check him out. Really, really awesome stuff. And you guys, you guys heard his positive attitude from this episode, and really, really great stuff. Honestly, Yakpak, we appreciate you so much, and uh, yeah, so uh, we appreciate y'all listening to the podcast. Tune in twice a week for two podcasts, Tuesday and Friday. Uh, You guys will most likely be listening to this on Tuesday, and uh, we have an absolute banger episode coming out on Thursday. But, y'all, we appreciate y'all listening to the TSLP. That is another episode of the Southern Lore Podcast with TJ, aka Fishman Yak Pack. We appreciate you, brother. All right, that is the Southern Lore Podcast signing out.